Good morning, my name is Ann Bradley Thomas, and I will be facilitating praying the Psalms today electronically in place of meeting together on March 29th due to the church closing for coronavirus. There's been a contemplative Sunday school class meeting in the Harlan prayer room since August 2019. This semester, we picked praying the Psalms as our focus to shape and form us, to speak to our hearts and minds, and to draw us to our Creator God. Richard Rohr wrote the wrote the following in his daily email I subscribed to on March 19th. Richard is the founder of the Center for Action and Contemplation. We are in the midst of a highly teachable moment. There is no doubt that this period will be referred to for the rest of our lifetimes. We have a chance to go deep and to go broad. Globally, we're in this together. Depth is being forced on us by great suffering, which, as I like to say, always leads to great love. Our feelings of urgency and devastation are not exaggeration. They are responding to the real human situation. We're not pushing the panic button. We are the panic button. And we have to allow these feelings and invite God's presence to hold and sustain us in this time of collective prayer and lament. I hope this experience will force our attention outward to the suffering of the most vulnerable. Love always means going beyond yourself to otherness. It takes two. There has to be a lover and a beloved. We must be stretched and encounter with otherness. And only then do we know it's love. This is what we call the subject-subject relationship. Love alone overcomes fear and is the true foundation that lasts. 1 Corinthians 13.13 13. Rest for a minute reflecting on what you're seeking in silence today. If you have a candle, light it as a reminder that our goal is to interact with the Creator God using the Psalms as a guide. If you get distracted today, you can look at the candle as a way to bring your focus back to God. To begin, find a comfortable position. Sit comfortably with your eyes closed, relaxed, and quiet yourself. Rest and be in love and faith to God. Choose a sacred word that best supports your sincere intention to be in the Lord's presence. For example, peace, compassion, love. Focus on your breath and let that word be gently present as your symbol of your sincere intention to be in God's presence and open to God's action within you. You can expand on the practice by offering a breath prayer, a single phrase that can be offered in the silence of your heart to the rhythm of your breath. Find a short phrase that fits easily into one inhale and exhale. For example, peace is a choice. I choose peace. I am filled with love. Love flows for me. Jesus Christ walks with me. Find a phrase for yourself and practice it for a few cycles of breath.
to listen with wisdom, you need to listen with your authentic self. Let your guard down and be yourself before the one who knows the number of hairs on your head. Continue to rest in silence, focusing on your breath prayer and centering yourself into this time today. Or you might offer to God a prayer request for your time today. Whenever you become distracted today, simply return to that sacred word to anchor you. Throughout the day, every time you feel stressed or uncentered, engage in the breath prayer, the simple phrase that can be offered in the silence of your heart to the rhythm of your breath. You might also try to add one experience to your calendar today that brings you a sense of peace and release. The opening prayer today has words by Mimsy Jones woven into it. Mimsy is an archdeacon at Calvary and wrote this to the women who participate in the St. Clair Silent Retreat the first Friday of each month. She sent an email to us announcing that April's event obviously was canceled. Dear God, let Psalm 46.10 be still and know that I am God. Remain in my heart and my memory today. I am living in a troubled, anxious time and need to be still, knowing that inner stillness is good for my mental and physical health. Remind me that the Hebrew word for still does not mean to relax as it does to be weak, to let go, even to throw up our hands and surrender, in order that I may know God. I recognize that I am powerless to control things, and I seek to receive the love, comfort, and compassion that you, my dear God, offer me. Remind me that only in that profound and awfully troubling stillness can I fully experience knowing God. Let my intention be to be still and know that God is God, and I am not. May your peace and your love fill all my empty places. Amen. This month we've been focusing on lament psalms, but we did not have a psalm picked for this Sunday due to a combined form that was scheduled. I picked Psalm 84 this week. Even though it's not a lament, it did make me, during my reflection, lament for not being able to worship in the sanctuary at Idlewild with all of you. Charles Spurgeon said this psalm is to be called the Pearl of Psalms. If the 23rd Psalm is the most popular, and the 103rd the most joyful, and the 119 the most deeply experiential, and the 51st the most plaintive, this is the most sweet of the Psalms of Peace. Today we'll read the psalm three times, then you will have an extended silent time for reflection and prayer. Each reading will be from a different version. One will be from the NRSV, which you are used to reading. One will be from the Book of Common Prayer, which was translated so it could be used for reciting out psalms in unison or chant. 
The last version will be from Nan Merrill, which was written to be a companion to the Hebrew scripture of one age speaking to another age. If you do not have the psalm in front of you, you will not notice the breaks between the verses. Verses 1 and 2 are grouped together, and they long for the house of God. Verse 3 and 4 express satisfaction in the house of God. Verse 5 and 7 find strength for the pilgrim's journey and strength for the one away from the house of God. Verse 8 is the pilgrim's prayer. Verse 9 asks for God's attention. And verses 10 through 12 express the surpassing greatness of God and his house. Now listen to the psalm and rest in reflection for one minute. How lovely is thy dwelling place, O Lord of hosts! My soul longs, yea, faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh sing for joy to the living God. Even the sparrow finds a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young. At thy altar, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God, blessed are those who dwell in the house, ever singing thy praise. Blessed are the men whose strength is in thee, in whose heart are the highways to Zion. As they go through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The early rains will cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength. The God of gods will be seen in Zion. O Lord, God of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Behold our shield, O God. Look upon the face of thine anointed. For a day in thy courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wickedness. For the Lord God is the sun and shield, and he bestows favor and honor. No good thing does the Lord withhold from those who walk upright. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man who trusts in thee. I will now read from the Book of Common Prayer, and we'll again will rest in a short period of silence before the last reading. As you listen for a verse at the end of this version, listen, it says, The Lord will give grace and glory. Reflect on Spurgeon's commentary on this phrase. Glory never comes without grace coming first, but grace never comes without glory coming last. The two are bound together, and what God hath joined together, let not man put asunder. Psalm 84 How dear to me is your dwelling, O Lord of hosts! My soul has a desire and longing for the courts of the Lord. 
My heart and my flesh rejoice in the living God. The sparrow has found her a house, and the swallow a nest where she may lay her young. By the side of your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Happy are those who dwell in your house, they will always be praising you. Happy are the people whose strength is in you, whose hearts are set on the pilgrim's way. Those who go through the desolate valley will find in it a place of springs, for the early rains have covered it with pools of water. They will climb from height to height, and the God of God will reveal himself in Zion. Lord, God of hosts, hear my prayer. Hearken, O God of Jacob. Behold our defender, O God, and look upon the face of your anointed. For one day in your courts is better than a thousand in my own room. And to stand at the threshold of the house of my God than to dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is both sun and shield, and he will give grace and glory. No good thing will the Lord withhold from those who walk with integrity. O Lord of hosts, happy are those who put their trust in you. I will now read Nan Merrill's version, but this time we will rest in silence for six minutes. I will ring a bell halfway through the time. If you're new to silence, remember that distractions are human and do not give them your attention. Simply note the thought or feeling and return your focus back to God. You can repeat your centering word or phrase or focus on your breathing to help you. If you would like a writing prompt, then one thing you can try to do is to write the letters of the alphabet down a page and then write something that you're grateful for using the alphabet as the first letter of the word or phrase. Alan Sefton introduced me this, to this practice and I find it tremendously helpful when I wake up in the middle of the night to get my mind off my anxious thoughts and instead reflecting on God's abundant gifts. Psalm 84 how glorious is your dwelling place, O blessed architect of the universe! My soul longs, yes, aches for the abode of the beloved. All that is within me sings for joy to the living heart of love. Even as the sparrow finds a home and the swallow a nesting place where its young are raised within your majestic creation, you invite us to dwell within your heart. Blessed are those whose hearts are filled with love, who sing praise to you with grateful hearts. Blessed are they who put their strength in you, 
few choose to share the joy and sorrows of the world. They do not give away to fear or doubt. They are quickened by divine light and power. They dwell with the peace of the Most High. They go from strength to strength and live with integrity. O eternal lover, hear my prayer. Give ear, O divine comforter. Forgive what is unholy within me. Free me from my illusions. For a day within the heart of love is more to be desired than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a servant in your dwelling place than live in riches among those who do not know love. For the beloved is as radiant as the sun, as strong as a steel shield, and invites each one to come and partake in the banquet. Who will accept the goodness of love? Who will seek for spiritual treasure? O loving creator of the universe, blessed are all who put their trust in you. They bless the world.
ask yourself, what did you hear God saying to you in the Psalms today? Where did you find God in the silence? Before I close this in prayer, offer up your own prayer to God for this time today. The prayer I'll be praying is a prayer that was written by Alan Sefton, who is an Idlewild member and also a member of the Contemplative Sunday School class. God, Creator, Redeemer, and Guide, help me see the world around me in awe and with the joyful exuberance of a child. My authentic self listens with wisdom. Please guide me as I seek in silence and sanctuary a respite from the tormented tumultuous noises of the world. In creative endeavors, may I praise my Maker, my God, realizing that in this present moment I am loved. I am cared for in both body and spirit. Amen.